This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey, hey, hey. I'm back in LA. <laughs> yeah, I got home yesterday evening. Oh, and I am so happy to be wherever I am. I'm happy for my human life at this point because it's getting easier and easier. And I am so grateful that that is so. And I am not suffering like I used to. <laughs> Singing a different tune. I really am. And, uh, yeah, very happy about that. So, I am so happy to share with you. Uh, new insights pouring in every day. New clarity every day. So, let us get it rolling with a prayer. I invite you to place your hand on your heart. Oh, and take this breath of love and gratitude and let us be so deeply and profoundly grateful for the love that we are. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and we remember our true identity is that we are the perfect givers and receivers of love. And we are choosing peace right now. We're choosing love right now. We're choosing the holy instant right now. We are awakening together, and I am grateful and thankful that this is so. We share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we joyfully allow it to be. And so it is. Amen. 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 We are blessed, so very blessed. All right, let's hop to it. So I tell you, Spirit woke me up at 4.30 in the morning, and it's not because of the time change. It is not because of the time change, because I went to bed about midnight, (laughs) and I just am on fire. I am on fire, and part of why I'm on fire is because I'm steeping myself in preparation for the start of my Finding Freedom class, which starts November 6th, which for me is tomorrow. Don't know when you'll be listening to this, but Finding Freedom, I am so excited because I have new clarity all the time and I get to share it in my classes, and that is a beautiful and blessed thing. So, I, I woke up, uh, literally, Spirit had me, th- it's just got me really focused on this whole undoing this belief in separation, accepting the atonement for myself. And I am on fire with it because I really just constantly am awake to the transformation that's happening in my mind. So one of the things that I was sharing in my Finding Freedom preview call, which I did uh, this past Saturday, and I invite you to go get it. It was basically an hour-long, no, a 90-minute class, and uh, I gave you the first principle that I teach in my Finding Freedom class, and I elaborated on it. It's called My Number One Tip for Spiritual Success. And that's a free class, and you can download it from the Finding Freedom page. So you go to the Finding Freedom page, you register for the free call, and then you can, uh, you'll get the download and all that stuff. So 
for me, one of the, the keys to my Finding Freedom class, which is my seven-week spiritual boot camp, and my year-long Masterful Living class, it's the same key to A Course in Miracles. <clears throat> it's not hidden. It's right in front of us all the time. And that is this. If we have a fundamental belief in separation... We're going to continue to experience it. Course in Miracles tells us the only problem that we think we have is that we think we're separate from each other, separate from God, separate from love, separate from good, separate from abundance, separate from wholeness, separate from healing, separate from everything. And that is a completely and totally erroneous, false belief. Now, for most of us, in my experience, in my talking with so many spiritual students around the world. For most of us, that false belief shows up as I'm not good enough, something's wrong with me, and uh, I'm unworthy, I'm bad, some variation of that thought. And then what we do is we come into this human experience with this belief system, and our whole objective is to undo it. Our whole entire objective is to undo it. And I love, if you go to the text, chapter 15, the holy instance, it starts right away with the two uses of time. Remember that A Course in Miracles is constantly telling us, Jesus is constantly telling us, our teacher is constantly telling us what this world is for. And that we can collapse the time spent in suffering we can collapse the time that feels like we're stuck on flypaper of negative patterns right do you ever feel that that you're like stuck like flypaper to the negative patterns repeating and repeating and repeating course in miracles is the anti-stick formula so the two uses of time right at the top of chapter 15 the holy instant page 301 in my copy of the text people often ask me which copy do i have i have foundation for inner peace copy it's an old one it's very raggedy and uh, sometimes i uh think about getting a new one but gosh almighty this is Mine is so filled with notes and stickies and things like that. It's falling apart. I have to, I have to keep it wrapped <laughs> when I travel, especially. And by the way, I don't pack it in my luggage. It comes right with me on the plane. Anyway, I'm just mentioning that because I was wrapping it and unwrapping it, uh, to take it because I traveled yesterday. Anyway, can you imagine what it means to have no cares, no worries, no anxieties? but merely to be perfectly calm and quiet all the time? Let's just take a moment and think about that. Can you imagine what it means to have no cares, no worries, no anxieties, but merely to be perfectly calm and quiet all the time? Yet, that is what time is for. To learn Just that and nothing more. That's what time is for. That's what your life is for, is to learn just that and nothing more. So we're not here to learn how to um, use the internet, (laughs) which I'm constantly learning about. We're not here to learn how to make more money. Or to be more prosperous, in a sense. We're here... Merely to learn how to be free, truly free in our heart and mind. And I call this heart-mind congruency for love. And I give that whole teaching on Saturday, that number one tip for spiritual success, which again, you can get, if you go to jenniferhadley.com, you'll see the ad there from my Finding Freedom class, which starts November 6th. You can join us at any time, by the way. And uh, if you click through to that page, you'll see where you can sign up to get the free number one tip call. 
Then it says, God's teacher cannot be satisfied with his teaching until it constitutes all your learning. He has not fulfilled his teaching function until you have become such a consistent learner, the happy learner, that you learn only of him. So, one teacher, the higher Holy Spirit self, the I am that I am. Uh, Regina Dawn Akers and I had a conversation uh, when we were at the Course of Miracles conference in Chicago last spring, and uh, we both said that our preferred name for the Holy Spirit is the I am that I am. And I also like to say, as you may know, higher Holy Spirit self, because that reminds me that it's not separate from me. I am that I am. So this is our teacher, the I am that I am. The unlimited source of all good is our teacher. It is, in fact, our true identity. So we're learning to be a consistent learner that only learns from this one teacher. This is why the teaching is seek first the kingdom which is within, and all else will be added unto you. If we're seeking outside of ourselves for anything, for anything, then we are dismissing our teacher. So our objective is to be consistent in learning only from the higher Holy Spirit self. This is why I, I, I consistently talk about having your spiritual practice be that relationship with the higher Holy Spirit self. When this has happened, when we've become a consistent learner, you will no longer need a teacher or time in which to learn. Then we will release the need for this human experience. Doesn't mean we need to lay the body down or even make our transition. We can literally ascend in our awareness and have no need of time, be free of time. That is what Jesus came in his human life to demonstrate for us. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Have eternal life. Have the resurrected life. Have the life of perfect wholeness where you can never be hurt, harmed, in dangers, or feel any sense of lack whatsoever for any cause because there is no cause of lack. There is no lack. One source, it says, one source of perceived discouragement from which you may suffer is your belief that this takes time. Aha! Do you have a belief that it takes time for your healing? Hmm? Would you be willing to place that on the holy altar fire of divine love and let the higher Holy Spirit self, our teacher, do the heavy lifting? Would you be willing to give up the idea that it takes time? Uh, One of my favorite teachings from Ernest Holmes, the founder of Science of Mind, Religious Science Teachings, is he said, the only time that it takes to have a healing is the time that it takes to have a realization. Time and healing have nothing to do with each other. I love in the letter from the Birmingham jail, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said in that beautiful, beautiful letter that he wrote that the very idea that it takes time to heal is insane. Healing does not roll in on time. It has nothing to do with time. Time and healing are completely unrelated. All healing is at the level of the mind. Dr. King said, as regards our the civil rights movement, he said, healing comes from men and women who are willing to work with God. Yes, and that is our willingness. So one source of perceived discouragement. Do you feel like a discouraged learner? Do you feel like a hamster on a wheel? Do you feel like you got shoved into the washing machine and you're in the spin cycle and somebody left you there and forgot about you? Or maybe you're in the wash cycle. Wash, 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 wash. 
Oh, my God. I remember that feeling. I hope it never returns. <laughs> and if it does, I just know it'll be the rinse cycle. <laughs> okay. Um, see, I'm so happy for these teachings. I'm so happy that we can lay the burden down. That no matter how stuck we feel, it's not even possible for us to be stuck. It's not. That is part of the illusion. We can feel stuck. We can feel completely immobilized. But it is not true. No matter how buried we feel, there is that within us which knows the way out. And time is not a factor. We can release that belief in time and taking time to the higher Holy Spirit self. All right. So, one source of perceived discouragement from which you may suffer is your belief that this healing takes time and that the results of the Holy Spirit's teaching are far in the future. This is not so. For the Holy Spirit uses time in his own way and is not bound by it. Time is his friend in teaching. Woohoo! It does not waste him as it does you. And all the waste that time seems to bring with it is due but to your identification with the ego. Aha! Uh-huh. Which uses time to support its belief in destruction. The ego like the Holy Spirit, uses time to convince you of the inevitability of the goal and end of teaching. To the ego, the goal is death, which is its end, which is its end. But to the Holy Spirit, the goal is life, which has no end. All right, now, all the waste that time seems to bring with it is due but to your identification with the ego. Use which uses time to support its belief in destruction. Now, one of the other teachings I love from Ernest Holmes is he beautifully taught about evil. So many people have asked me that question, what about evil? Is evil a power? Does it have its own volition? Is there such a thing as evil? And Ernest Holmes taught us that Evil is that which appears to be destructive. It appears to be destructive, right? We're in the illusion where things appear and disappear. So evil is that which appears to be destructive. Now think about this, right? We are, we just turned the clocks back because we just went from daylight savings time to uh, standard time. And So we're experiencing a different sense of the light. We can tell it's very noticeable that we're coming to the the shortest day of the year, December 21st, right? The winter solstice. So in this change of seasons, we're in the thick of fall now, autumn, and we're heading barreling towards winter, right? There is that sense that winter is destructive, right? Winter storms, the cold, uh, the leaves fall off the tree, the plants seem to wither and die. But then come the spring equinox, come the Easter celebration, right? We have Easter at the time of Passover, right? Because that's uh, when Jesus was killed. And we also align with the pagan holidays that have to do with the changing of the seasons. There's the appearance that fall, winter, destructive. And that there's this rebirth and renewal in the springtime as the Christ presence uh, reinvigorates all of life on the, in our human experience. So we have a belief in destruction we have a belief in evil that we are undoing and the easiest fastest way to undo it is to give all the heavy lifting to the holy spirit and we can do this because all we have to do is chip away our investment our belief in 
time and that healing takes time and then we discover that we are free because our teacher knows how to liberate us so perhaps you have a belief that you're not good enough and even though you know it's not true perhaps you operate as though it is true you operate as though you're not good enough you operate as though there's something wrong with you even though on a spiritual level you think you know that it's not true And if you think that you're not good enough or there's something wrong with you, then you probably engage in self-sabotage and self-medication, which only makes you feel worse about yourself. It only makes you feel like a hamster on the wheel, like you're stuck to that flypaper of repetitive patterns. Are you willing to heal these repetitive patterns by giving them to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self? Are you willing to heal these at the root by giving up your investment in these beliefs and your investment in the idea that it takes time to heal? Are you willing to have a holy instant? Would you like to be a healing presence in the world? All this is yours. All of it. We're finding freedom in our heart and mind. And I invite you to go get that number one tip for spiritual success on the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com it's time for me to take a break i'm jennifer hadley you're listening to a course in miracles unity online radio and i'll be right back thank you for tuning in for a course in miracles living the love walking the talk get ready to focus on your intent To be the love, be the peace, through practical application, as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. God, I love these teachings. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity FM online radio and... We're talking about the uses of time. We're talking about the holy instant. We're talking about getting off the hamster wheel, getting unstuck from the flypaper of repeating patterns. We're talking about getting out of the wash cycle, the spin cycle, and letting the Holy Spirit, the higher self, the holy self, the I am that I am, be our teacher for real, for real, for real. So, it says here, All the waste that time seems to bring with it is due but to your identification with the ego, which uses time to support its belief in destruction. So think about that, right? How invested are we in the belief that we age and get older and that we become more decrepit and all of these things, right? That is a projection of our beliefs. It is not necessary for us to age in that way. And if you read books about the yogi masters and masters who have overcome the world like Jesus did and resurrected the body temple, they routinely do that. And we can learn to do that too. With the help of the Holy Spirit. Not that you would necessarily want to continue in this human life, but there may be benefit that you could bring and share because most of the people that I know are interested in being a healing presence in this world because those are the people that tend to be uh, drawn to me because like attracts like. In fact, I generally see that there are two groups of people that I'm connected to. So some of them are new to the spiritual path, new to A Course in Miracles. Maybe they've been on the edge of it for a while and they haven't really begun the deeper, more committed work, but now they're getting ready to do that. They're really feeling like, oh, this is my path. My path is a spiritual path. And if you're in this group, you're probably recognizing that it's time for you to make some choices about investing what seems like your time and energy in spiritual practice. And are you just going to study things? Are you just going to keep reading books? 
or taking classes without really applying it? Or are you going to require of yourself a deeper commitment to consistency, to living the love? And that's why I offer the all the classes that I do. To me, that's what my seven-week Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp class is all about for those kinds of people. My year-long Masterful Living course, that's what it's all about. It's about a group energy walking together, people who would like to do this work with me, on the path with me, and in that like-minded circle. So, to me, what we're doing is we're really learning to look at our life as a spiritual journey to reclaiming our divinity. Right. Instead of looking at it the old way, which for me was, it was a series of ups and downs. It was a series of problems and random occurrences that had to be solved by me. I was trying to figure things out. I was how to, I was trying to figure out how to be smarter. Once I made the decision to really partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, I didn't have to figure out how to be smarter anymore. And It didn't happen overnight, but what began to happen is I really started to do the deeper work and be in that partnership is I, I, I'm trying to get what the Holy Spirit, how it wants me to articulate it. The whole belief that there was some mystery that I was not privy to fell away. And I started to know in my heart and in my mind that I had access to every bit of wisdom that there is. And it was up to me whether or not I was going to access it. And that's what's being said to us here in the holy instant, the two uses of time. So it's talking about here when you become. Truly willing. You will no longer need a teacher or time in which to learn. So, talking about the ego has a belief in destruction. It looks at everything through, oh, falling apart, aging, things break down. We consistently have this belief in things, and so we consistently experience it. And then what happens is, because we experience it, we see the aging skin, the aging wrinkles, whatever it is, it affirms our belief, right? And then we think about that. So then we're trying to to do the anti-aging and all of these things. I told, hey, I live in Los Angeles. <laughs> I understand all of this. You know, I, I see the people having the, all the different plastic surgeries and all that Botox and all that stuff. <laughs> I get Groupons for Botox, right? In LA. Maybe you do too if you get the Groupons. Anyway. <sighs> It all feeds the ego. Literally, if you have anxiety about getting older, it feeds the ego. If you're trying to change things in the world of form about related to aging, you're working and by aiding and abetting the ego. Seriously, the anti-aging factor is to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self because we are eternal. Let us remember that. The body, the ego is always telling us the body was born to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. You almost died. You could die. (laughs) And the spirit knows you cannot. So let us partner up with that and be the happy learner. It says here, the ego, like the Holy Spirit, uses time to convince you of the inevitability of the goal and end of teaching. Mm-hmm. To the ego, the goal is death, which is its end. But to the Holy Spirit, the goal is life, which has no end. The ego is an ally of time, but not a friend, not to us. For it is as mistrustful of death as it is of life. And what it wants for you, it cannot tolerate. What? The ego's crazy. The ego wants you dead but not itself. 
The outcome of its strange religion must therefore be the conviction that it can pursue you beyond the grave, right? You're going to suffer in hell and out of its unwillingness for you to find peace. Even in death, it offers you immortality in hell. It speaks to you of heaven, but assures you that heaven is not for you. How can the guilty hope for heaven? The belief in hell is inescapable to those who identify with the ego. So let us call, claim the holy instant for ourselves. Yes. Begin to practice the Holy Spirit's use of time as a teaching aid to happiness and peace. Take this very instant now and think of it as all there is of time. So we begin to cultivate this. We begin to cultivate a spiritual practice of partnering up in the section, chapter 18, section 4, the little willingness. The holy instant is the result of your determination to be holy. It is the answer. Okay. The answer to all our suffering. That holy instant. When we realize we are not a body, we are free. Now, if we are affirming that we're not good enough, there's something wrong with us, we have to change and manipulate the body, we have to change and manipulate the circumstances of the world, we have to change and manipulate our loved ones and our relationships and our co-workers, if we have to change and manipulate anything in this world, we are affirming that we're a body, we're affirming the ego, we're affirming the belief system of lack and limitation. And how we find freedom is to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and allow ourselves to become the happy learner. So how do we get from being on that hamster wheel to being, from being stuck in the spin cycle to having the willingness and the consistency to partner up? How do we get from one place to the other? It's not a journey in time. It is a journey in our heart's desire. What do you truly, truly desire? So this this is the thing. What do you desire above all else? Because whatever you desire is what you make real for you. It is where your belief system is. So if you have a belief system that your happiness depends on the things of this world, on anything, even healing your body. Like, let's say right now you're listening to the sound of my voice and you have a terminal illness, a diagnosis of death. Even a belief in saving the body as a primary concern can detract you and distract you. Place your full attention on that life eternal, which is now. It's not in the future, and it's not when your body heals. It's now because it's in your mind. All healing is at the level of the mind. Let us all choose to value our true self, our real self, by giving the heavy lifting to our teacher, the Holy Spirit. This takes faith and trust, and we do it moment by moment. That is the best use of our time, to partner up consistently throughout the day. And any time that we're feeling unwell, any time that we're feeling irritated, frustrated, confused, lost, sad, hurt, angry, doubtful, ashamed, regretful, thoughts of revenge, any of those feelings those emotions, let us know, oh, we have lost touch with our teacher. And we have come to identify with the ego, and we are investing our belief in this world. For some, A Course in Miracles is a radical teaching. But I love that Jesus tells us right up front, this is not the only path of awakening, but it is the fastest. It is the fastest. Yes. 
the little willingness, the holy instant. This is now page 380, chapter 18. The holy instant is the result of your determination to be holy. It is the answer. The desire and the willingness to let it come precede its coming. So this is where we begin our work. It's We're in the fall. We're moving towards the winter. Let us turn within. Everything in life is pointing us inward to the rising Christ. Let us follow the signs. The desire and the willingness to let it come, to allow it to come, precede its coming. So this is why I point people all the time to the trust section, a development of trust in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4. We have come to value that which is not valuable. We have come to value what the ego has convinced us of because we've identified with the ego, that sense of separation. We've identified with the body. So we've made the body the king, but the body will never be king. Love is the king. The Christ is the king. And where is the kingdom? It is within. You are the rising Christ. You are the king. Your willingness to remember that is all that's needed. Your willingness to allow that remembrance to fully come alive in your mind precedes its coming. So, there's very often this intense sense of busyness that start, starts building at this time of year. That is precisely why I am offering my Finding Freedom 7-Week Spiritual Boot Camp class. Because what I used to do myself is I would get so busy with the holidays and all the planning and all the details and the decorating and the shopping and the cooking and all the plans of this world that I would put my spiritual practice and the Christ presence on hold. So we, are, I offer now finding freedom at this time of year so that we can actually strengthen our learning, strengthen our practice, and be a more beneficial presence in our family. Because most of us are going to have more time with our family in this holiday season. Let us be the loving light that we have always, always wished to be in our family. Let us transform those relationships. How are we going to do that? We're going to give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. So obviously you don't need me or my class to help you with that, but I offer it to you in case you're interested. And what I would invite you to do is... Go to the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. Get that free class, the number one tip for spiritual success. There's so much in that free class. First of all, you will have such insight, I hope, to do all this work on your own. Again, nobody needs me. Of course you don't. You have A Course in Miracles. But if you'd like to walk this path with me, I'm on fire about it. I am on fire about it. And every time I get to offer Finding Freedom again, I get to share the very steps and tools that have been my liberation. My true uh, power has come from living A Course in Miracles, remembering that the power is love and that love is our healing and that I can fulfill that deep desire of my heart to learn the truth that sets me free and to share the benefits with everyone. The desire and the willingness to let it come precede its coming. You prepare your mind for it only to the extent of recognizing that you want it above all else. This is where our work is. 
we're willing to put our attention on truly desiring the kingdom above all else, desiring to see above all else, choosing peace above all else. We don't have to figure out how to get there. We don't have to figure that out. We simply be in the classroom with the teacher. It is not necessary that you do more. Indeed, it is necessary that you realize you cannot do more. You can't do more than this. This is it. Choosing to walk this road with your teacher. That's the greatest gift that you can give yourself and to the world. You know, what I notice right now is that there are so many people who are really feeling pressured, really, really pressured to see that the old ways cannot work for them anymore. And most of us, if you're listening to my voice, you're probably like me, feeling called to do the deeper work, to step it up and really go for it, to choose this path of love. And the opportunities that you have to be a loving presence in your family, in your workplace through this holiday season when so many people are so challenged in your spiritual community this season. You can take advantage of them like you never have before, like you never even knew was possible. Partner up. Be the happy learner. Be willing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right, it's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. I invite you to go to jenniferhadley.com. Click on the Finding Freedom logo there. Go and put in your email. I will send you the download and the replay of that number one tip for spiritual success. Right now, you're listening to A Course in Miracles, Unity Online Radio, and I'll be right back. in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call him with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Reverend Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Hey, 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 Jennifer Hadley, Living a Course of Miracles at Unity Online Radio. We're getting off the hamster wheel 
of suffering. We're getting out of the spin cycle of repetitive patterns. We are allowing ourselves to have a true and lasting healing in our little willingness is all that's required. Now, check this out. I love this. Love it. You prepare your mind for it. The holy instant, only to the extent of recognizing that you want it above all else. It is not necessary that you do more. Indeed, it is necessary that you realize you cannot do more. Okay? So, preparing our mind for it. Only by recognizing that we want this above all else. That is your assignment. Right? You don't need any books. You don't need any classes. You don't need anything to do that. Now, getting off the hamster wheel requires our commitment to it. Consistency. Trust and faith in our teacher. And for me personally, this was the most excruciating thing that I ever learned because I was so resistant and so reluctant. So maybe you're like me where you've been called to do that deeper work, to step it up and to really go for it. Maybe you're like me, you've been on the spiritual path for a while and you've been having spiritual experiences, reading lots of books, collecting information, learning and studying. Remember, I'm a science of mind practitioner, uh, trained at the Agape International Spiritual Center. Went to the Ernest Holmes Institute for the majority of my ministerial training, then transferred to the Agape uh, ministerial program and was in its first graduating class. And I've been studying A Course in Miracles for many years, studying uh, all kinds of spiritual teachings for many, many years. I've done retreats with all everybody you can think of practically. And... I have been collecting information. Information did not heal my mind. It did not. (laughs) It can't. It does not have that power. No. So I was learning and studying, but the deep and life-changing healing didn't happen. Didn't even seem like it was really starting. I was ready to discover whatever it took to open my heart and mind truly, for real, for real, for real. And that's when I finally heard what it says here in the little willingness. So the only way that we can have a true and lasting spiritual awakening is through true and lasting commitment to developing this willingness and to being consistent by affirming that we are interested in this healing above all else. And we're not going to become distracted by worries of aging and worries of this and worries of that. No, we are going to be consistent in partnering up with our teacher, the higher Holy Spirit self. And developing that consistency for me was the hardest thing I ever did. I had so much doubt about my ability to be consistent. I had so much resistance and reluctance. There were a hundred, many hundreds of times a day, I would get back on the hamster wheel, feel stuck to that flypaper, feel in that spin cycle again and again and again. But I didn't give up. And that's what actually made me propelled me to be committed to sharing what I learned with others. And that's why you're joining me with me right now, because I am committed to my own healing, to being completely consistent, and to choosing my awakening, my healing, which is the healing of all, more than anything else. That is my number one priority. And what I have seen is through my consistency and my truly desiring this healing above all else, my family has healed, my friends have healed, and the folks in my classes are healing. We are all healing together. And it's not that I take credit for it. It's I have learned that perception is projection. 
that each one of us is the light of the world. And this is our spiritual responsibility. So developing a dedication, a real devotion to spiritual practice is something a lot of us resist. And there's definitely a reluctance to go where perhaps your friends and family haven't gone before. You know, that was a real concern for me. Am I going to leave my family and friends behind? Will I no longer be relatable to them and for them? The opposite has been true. Now, let me say here that I now, my friends, I'm completely transparent with them. I'm completely, I have no, I don't hide anything from my friends. I don't need to because I'm not ashamed and I'm not worried and I'm not afraid anymore. So what I get to share with my friends is my challenges. I get to share in joy about what I am learning and I love that. It thrills me that we can be so transparent and so authentic with each other because we're not judging each other. So I have better friends, closer friends than I've ever had before. And many of my closest friends have been on this path with me for 14, 15 years, some some 25 years. And we're doing it together. So I didn't have to let go of any of the other friends. The Holy Spirit does all the heavy lifting when we're willing. And my family, now I feel that there's more understanding between me and my family. And there's more love and there's more freedom in my family. I am finding freedom in my mind and it's translating to my human experience. And that's why I offer you companionship. That's why I offer to share what means everything to me. Everything. Valuing my awakening above all else has been the gift that I have given myself. I'm inviting you to give that gift to yourself, to your family, to your friends, to your community. To the oneness of all life, let that be the gift that you give yourself and the world this year. Seek not to change the world, but to change your mind about the world. Give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. Again, finding freedom starts tomorrow. Oh, forgot to say, I'm giving you a special incentive to register today. Use this code, FFSC11. FFSC11 will get you three months of my sacred circle when you register for Finding Freedom for only $11. Instead of $99, it's $11. You save $88. Three months of my sacred circle, FFSC11 is the code. We place our hand on the heart. Take that breath of love and gratitude and we give thanks that our teacher is always with us and we're joining with our teacher right now and we're giving thanks that we have decided to choose to value our true identity above everything else. In grace and gratitude, we give the heavy lifting away. We say, thank you, God. Amen, amen, amen. Have a great week. I'll be with you again next week. I love you. Thanks for being with me today.